Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. I just want to do a short mini podcast here. This is going to be a really brief one, but there's one verse from 1 John 4 that kind of popped out to me and again, and I, I want to just focus our attention on it very briefly. Uh, I grew up a sports fan, uh, namely a Michigan Wolverines fan. I like them in both college basketball and college football. I was born there. My family lived there for a while. I ended up moving back to Michigan uh, for six years of my life. So I've been a Michigan Wolverines fan as long as I can remember, a big sports fan. And when you're a fan of somebody, a a team, you basically uh, cheer for them no matter how bad or good they are. Sometimes they have really good seasons, and it's really exciting. Sometimes they have really bad seasons. Um, For whatever reason, Michigan football hasn't been great for the last 10 years or so. Growing up, they were really good, and it was really fun cheering for them and watching them be at the top of their conference and uh, being close to winning the national championship. But for the last 10 or so years, that hasn't been the case. And namely in one area, they've been really bad against their arch rival, the Ohio State Buckeyes. For whatever reason, for the last 12 to 15 years, Michigan's won against them like once. And from what my experience growing up, it was this back and forth great rivalry. And although people refer to it as one of the best rivalries in sports, it's been so lopsided over the last decade or so, it hasn't been a rivalry. In fact, it's been so lopsided that I sort of know how it's going to play out every single year. This year, Michigan had a good year. They were uh, beating basically everybody, and uh, they were actually favored in the game against Ohio State, and yet I had seen too much of this rivalry over the last 10 to 12 years to get my hopes up. I knew how it was going to play out. And maybe that's just a pessimistic attitude, but I had a lot of Um, I had a lot of statistics and a lot of resume against Michigan this past 10 to 12 years to say they were going to win. So even though a lot of people were saying, oh, this is the year Michigan's going to go all the way, they're going to beat Ohio State, they're going to get back on top, I was reserved and I, I really thought in my mind they don't have a chance. They don't have a chance to beat Ohio State. I just haven't seen it for a long, long time. And so why would I believe it this year? And so I watched the game, but I watched it reservedly because I knew it was, I knew in my mind what was going to happen. There's an aspect here in First John where, as I refer to defeat here, I'm going to use this on the other side. John says in First John 4, verse 4, Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. And the them he's talking about is the false spirits. If you read the beginning of First John 4, he tells us to test the spirits to know whether they're authentic or counterfeit because the counterfeit ones are there to hurt us. But then he says in verse 4, Little children, you are from God and you have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And I I like the phrase, you have overcome them. It would also be cool if John says, you will overcome them. But that's not what he says. He says, you have overcome the spirits. You have overcome the false spirits. And then he gives us this other powerful thing to really think about. He says, for he who is in you, Christ, Christ Jesus, is greater than he who is in the world. And it had me thinking about this. I'm not going to take too long with this thought. But what if you could never lose? What if no matter what you did, you succeeded? No matter what you did, you never failed. You never misstepped. You never faltered. Can you imagine what it would be like to have that kind of confidence and courage in the Christian life? That no matter what you did, you were going to win. It was almost such a certainty that 
it doesn't have to be played out because John says you have overcome them. Like, I haven't fought and tested every false spirit. I haven't gone against every opponent in the spiritual realms. But John says, if you're of Christ, you've already overcome them. Spoiler alert, you're going to win. If you're in Christ, nothing can defeat you. Not even the darkest, most powerful spiritual forces that have ever existed. Even when they team up against you. They're much, much less powerful than the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you're with Christ, you can never lose. And John wants to give us confidence in 1 John. He's always telling us this phrase, I want you to have confidence, more confidence. And you can tell if you read through Scripture, walking the Christian life, is a, it can be a scary ordeal. It can be intense, costly, terrifying thing to do. But if you have the right perspective and you're looking at the Lord Jesus Christ, your perspective changes. And you realize you can never lose. No matter what the opponent does or throws at you, you're not going to lose. Can you imagine the kind of confidence you would have in anything in this world if no matter what you did, you would succeed in life? Imagine the almost arrogance you would have walking around and living your life knowing that you are always going to win. But in the Christian life... That's a good thing to know. Because if you and I always know that we're going to win, in fact, John says we've already won. Yeah, it's going to play out. It's, it's, we have to go through this. We have to go through these battles. But God's already defeated them for you. Imagine the confidence you and I can have. And in the Christian life, I don't see a lot of confidence. I see a lot of fear and anxiety and worry depression even over making progress in the Christian life, going forward, defeating our enemies, getting over our old sins. And John is saying, listen, you should, you should test the spirits, but you also must remember Christ has already overcome them for you. He who is greater than the world is inside of you. So you're fighting from a place of victory. You cannot lose. You should have courage and confidence to go forward boldly in the things that God has asked you to do, knowing that you're going to win. And I, I couldn't help but think of all the battles the Israelites had in the old days when God was basically saying, listen, these bad, these armies are going to be bigger than you and scarier than you. And But listen, I'm going to fight for you and you're going to win. <laughs> and this is how it's going to play out. And I want you to know how it's going to play out so that you go confidently. And many times the Israelites were undermanned and, and outmatched, but it didn't matter because God fought for them. And we need to know that in the Christian life that Christ is fighting for us and that we can and should have boldness and confidence in the Christian life. And when the scary things of life come up, and a lot of those are from false spirits, a lot of times when we have anxiety and worry, it's, it's not something we've conjured up, it's something that has been shown us and given to us and highlighted from the devil and from his minions, we can defeat him. We can defeat him. We don't have to listen. We don't have to wallow. We don't have to you know, shrink back and, and, and act like we're losers, act like, yeah, we're never going to get over this. We can go forward. In fact, the devil can't really do anything, and he knows it. All he can do is lie and convince us that we haven't won. 
Because if he can convince us that we haven't won, we're going to fight from a place of defeat and not victory. And that changes everything. We're going to be the ones with no confidence. We're going to be the ones shrinking back. We're going to be the ones who are anxious and worried all the time. And the Lord doesn't want that. And so he gives us a spoiler. And he says, you've overcome them. You've already won. If you're in Christ, if you're with me, the devil's been rendered powerless. He's been disarmed. And so even those sin things that plague us, those sin issues that you and I almost think this is just always going to be a part of my life, that's a wrong perspective. Because I think what we're really doing is we're buying into the lies and the devil dangles it over our head and says, I can get you with this every single time. But if you and I know that he who is greater than the world is he who is in us, we'll fight confidently. We'll go forward confidently. We'll do bold things for Christ. We won't be held back by our shortcomings and our insecurities. And John wants us to have that. And I want you to have that. And I want myself to have that. So that Christ can get the product that he deserves. Mature, bold, courageous, zealous soldiers ready for the battle because they know how it's going to play out. And using the dumb analogy I started at with, I feel like that's how Ohio State looks at Michigan these days. No matter what Michigan does prior to them, prior to that game with them, they know how it's going to play out. I know how it's going to play out. And so they go into that game confident and expecting to win. And they do win until something happens. The problem is with sports is it, it, it could go the other way. Michigan could one day get over Ohio State and turn the tide. But in the Christian realm, that's never going to happen. Christ is always going to be the winner. He's always going to be the victor. And when you and I are with him and fighting with him and, and fighting for him, we're always going to win. And therefore today, whatever God sets before us as his will and his tasks and the things that please him, let's go forward in boldness and courage and, courage and say, we will win. We are winners. The devil can't stop us. So those people that don't know Christ, let's share Christ with them confidently. That sin that we need to get over, let's defeat it confidently. Stand up against the devil. The love that we need to show this world, let's do it with courage. Let's have the proper spirit. Let's have zeal. Let's have love. Let's have hunger. Let's have thirst for righteousness. Let's have confidence and boldness because we're already winners. I hope that this would encourage you today and that you'll think on these things so that Christ would be glorified and we would be confident for his sake. Blessings to you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.